I believe the whistle came before the halftime horn. Jackson Robinson took it down the lane. They call the bucket good. The foul to Ojon Wuna, and what a way to end the half. Now from the base of the Wasatch Mountains in Provo, Utah, he is the voice of the BYU Cougars, Greg Rubel, and the voice of the Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Back with us, highlight cut courtesy of the BYU Sports Network from Learfield. Greg Rubel with the call. Goes back to January 9th in Waco at Foster Pavilion. BYU and Baylor, first meeting of the year. And uh, Cougars led by six at halftime. Bears made a big, big second half comeback to win the game, 81-72. Now, uh, this is one of the uh, teams that Baylor will play twice this year. Not a given this season. Some you play twice, some you play once at home, some you play once on the road. But uh, playing BYU again tonight here in Provo. And pleased to be joined by Greg Rubel, our good friend, longtime voice of the Cougars. And uh, Greg, looking forward to seeing you and looking forward to this game tonight. John, always great to see you. And uh, yeah, the second of two should be a fun one here at the Marriott Center, expecting a big crowd. And I, you know, Baylor's kind of situated itself as a top-tier team right now in the Big 12, and, and the Cougars are trying to avoid the bottom tier. It's all about uh, jockeying for, for, you know, postseason tournament seating, both in Kansas City and beyond, and, and BYU wants to certainly avoid that, uh, that, that Tuesday game in which the bottom four seeds do play. Uh, 11s, 12s, 13, and 14 play on, on Tuesday in Kansas City. BYU would like to be firmly in the top ten, and avoid that predicament, and this would be a big step toward uh, achieving that. Where do you feel like, Greg, uh, with a 18 and seven record, six and six in conference play? Um, where, where do you feel? I mean, what, what grade would you give? I guess the team right now at this point in uh, your first season in the Big Twelve. Well, if we want to base it purely on preseason expectations, and let's recall the coaches had BYU 13th. I think you give BYU an A for how they competed in the Big Twelve. But, uh, you know, once, once they got into it and they proved they could be competitive, uh, I, I think they've had their A moments. And, and, and Saturday in Stillwater wasn't one of them, John. Uh, they, they, you know, they, they played the, the worst, you know, at least by, by metrics, you know, one of the worst teams in the, in the Big 12, uh, near the bottom of the pack. In fact, it was in the cellar, and, and BYU played arguably, you know, one of its worst games of the year and, and never led. It's the only game this year, John, is BYU didn't have a lead. And so wire to wire for Oklahoma State. So a lot of, you know, the judgments right now are, are kind of recency because they, they didn't look good. And three of the last four games, they've given up 82 or more points. 88, uh, 82, 88, and 93 in three of their last four games. And as much attention as BYU's offense was getting, John, uh, the defense have been really solid, really solid all year, uh, you know, kind of up until the, the last couple of weeks. And, and the 93 points scored by Oklahoma State are the most allowed by BYU this year. And similarly, Baylor, you know, gave up 81 to West Virginia. That's the most that certainly uh, Baylor's given up in league at this point. So I think both teams are looking to kind of tighten things up a little bit on the defensive end tonight, if possible. Yeah, that's true. I know it is from Baylor's perspective. I think the defense has been a work in progress. And, you know, in spots, it's been pretty good. West Virginia scored a lot of points late in the game against us on Saturday. But uh, but the offenses uh, for both these teams, Baylor and BYU, uh, been pretty potent all year, haven't they? Yeah, by the numbers, this should be a shootout tonight. But I think BYU 
does have to, to look what's happened the last couple of weeks and be a little bit concerned. Again, and, and the teams scoring the big numbers were teams you wouldn't expect to. Uh, you know, UCF scores, you know, 88 and, and, uh, or, yeah, 88 and, and Oklahoma State scores 93. And so those are numbers that have to be caused for concern, especially with a team like Baylor coming in, which is a much better offensive group than either of those two programs. Greg, what do you remember about uh, Caleb Lohner, who's with us now and, of course, spent a couple of years here, started 44 games when he was here at BYU. Uh, what do you remember about him as, uh, as a BYU Cougar during his time here? Well, I remember, remember what, what a great get it was for BYU. Uh, you know, these were early in the Mark Pope years, and, and that was a big feather in the cap uh, for BYU. They tried to, you know, establish a Mark Pope identity and, and build the program under the new head coach. And so he was a significant uh, addition for BYU at the time. And, and I was sad to lose him. Uh, Mark Durant, my color commentary partner, and I uh, really enjoyed him. We got to spend a few minutes with Caleb after the game at, uh, at Foster Pavilion uh, last month, which was nice. Uh, nothing but good memories about uh, about Caleb and and you know wish him the fondest. Uh, you know he's uh, he's he's been a, a player that has taken on a a different role at Baylor that he might have had at BYU, but I'm sure that he's um, you know content and, and happy with uh, with the, the team around him and how much success they're having and uh, it's, it's good to see him having success with that team. Yeah, we're glad to have him. We really are. This is a fun trip for him to come back here to Provo. Uh, road game for Baylor, home game for BYU tonight. Uh, it's wild, isn't it? Uh, the home success by Big 12 schools this year and the struggles on the road by pretty much everybody in the league. Yeah, it, Baylor, it, you know, might, might be, depending on the outcome of the other games tonight, you know, they're, they're trying to be the only team with a winning record. Uh, in league play away from home because uh, no one's been able to, to break above 500 yet uh, in their away games. And Baylor could do that with the win at the Marriott Center, of course. But, yeah, it's, it's a really great home league. I think uh, I think fourth nationally, last time I checked, John, fourth nationally in terms of home court win percentage over the conference in league play. So one of the best home leagues in the country and just one of the, you know, obviously just the best league in the country as well. So, Anything you get away from home, you, you, you latch on to it, you cherish it. BYU's gotten two away wins this year, and uh, they'll have three more shots at it. But of their last three road games, two are at teams that haven't lost a home game yet. And so BYU's got to go to Kansas a week from tonight. They're 6-0 and at home. they got to go to Iowa State the week after that. They're 6-0 and at home. The only other road game comes this Saturday at K-State, and that could be a gettable game just because the Wildcats have dropped 7-8 of eight right now. So, We'll see where their heads are at on the weekend. But, yeah, tough to get the away games. BYU's gotten two. More importantly now, John, that, that teams like BYU hold serve at home. Uh, they are 4-2 and two at home. It's a winning record there. But uh, every win, home or away, very precious. But BYU's got three chances, more home chances, at the Marriott Center, Baylor, TCU, and Oklahoma State. You'd like to think you can kind of bank that Oklahoma State game at the end of the year. But after what happened Saturday in Stillwater, uh, you can't really count on that. So uh, the toughest, I think, of the three tests at home, or BYU remaining is tonight against Baylor. And Greg, tell our listeners uh, what what we're in store for tonight. I mean, this is a big arena and a great home court, and the students, uh, from what I have, what I remember and what I've seen, uh, really turn out. This is a really good home court advantage for BYU, and you guys are thirteen and two overall at home this year. Yeah, and, and they in league play. You know, they've got a big building to fill, so it helps that you've got a large venue, largest in the Big 12. But in league play, BYU does 
does lead in attendance and, and second to KU in attendance overall on the season. And league play, they're averaging just under 17,000 fans per, per game. And, again, it's nice when you've got a really big building to fill. But by the same token, it's hard to fill a really big venue. So uh, kudos to BYU for drawing what they've done. And, and the Rock, the student section, the ROC, they call it the Rock for Roar of Cougars. The ROC, the Rock, uh, fills that, uh, that end of the gym, the west end zone, if you will. And on, on most nights, it's up to the Raptors. And, and they are, they're cohesive, they're organized, they're loud, they're fun. And, and I think every, every coach has come in and has talked about just what they bring and, and the crowd in general brings to this atmosphere, which they call one of the best environments in college basketball. So hopefully tonight, John, you're looking at around you know, 17,000 fans or so, a, a primed and ready and coordinated student section. And uh, by the same token, hospitality. Uh, you know, it, it, it's loud and there's a lot of people there and, and they're, they're into it. But I think it's also a very hospitable group when it comes to welcoming visitors and how they feel, especially their fans when they come into the building. And so hopefully uh, Baylor from coaches to players to fans all, all find it an enjoyable experience, even if it is a little stress-inducing at times. Yep. That's what we found so far. So uh, we appreciate that. And thanks for your time and look forward to seeing you this evening. Uh, Greg, thank you very much. You bet, John. Pleasure. And, and you, you, you alluded to the, 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 that first game BYU and Baylor played last month at your place. And that, that six-point halftime lead got up to nine in the second half, let's remember, mm. and Baylor came back from that. Uh, so it, it was six at the break, but it got bigger, and, and Baylor really put on a great run. That Foster Pavilion crowd was a huge part of it, too, I thought. I thought once once that run started, the crowd just kind of swept the Bears along, and it was a it was an unbelievable environment uh, for a smaller building, but it feels so much larger, as you know, by the way it was built and the energy with which that team plays. And so had a really enjoyable experience last month despite the outcome, and hope you have a good time tonight. Yeah, I appreciate you saying that because we felt like, Pat and I felt like, that was a game that the crowd really helped Baylor get that win. And that was, uh, you know, a plus for Foster Pavilion. One of the, you know, one of the early games there, it was January 9th, I think the first conference home game there. So uh, that's the home court advantage we were hoping for, and I think it paid off in that game. Absolutely, No, no, no doubt about it. Greg, thanks for your time. We'll see you this evening. John, anytime. See you soon. All right, bud. Thanks very much. That's Greg Rubel, the longtime voice of the BYU Cougars. Baylor and BYU comes up tonight. We're on the air at 7.30, tip-off at 8 here on ESPN Central Texas. Television tonight on ESPN. So primetime showcase game tonight between these two top 25 teams. Brigham Young number uh, 25 in the nation in the AP poll. They're 21st in the coaches poll. Baylor is number 11 in both polls, and Baylor won the first meeting of the year, January 9th, uh, 81 to 72 over BYU. Second meeting, excuse me, comes up this evening. So we look forward to that. Baylor and BYU coming up tonight. Uh, Aaron, let's do this. Let's take a break. When we come back, this is a significant date in the history of of Baylor basketball. Uh, And I want to make sure that it doesn't slip by anybody. So let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll share that. Then we'll look ahead 